All right, before I get to my next guest, Kevin Roman, I want to give a shout out to a trio of new sponsors, starting with our friends over at Squares Golf. Are you like me, always considering new golf equipment, maybe a new driver? I'll tell you what, let me reset your thinking because I discovered Squares Golf Shoes. The patented square toe provides balance, stability, and a wider base for increased connection to the ground, effectively increasing your swing speed by 2.2 miles per hour, an average of 9 yards of distance. Independent tests prove it. That's right. It's proven in science. Go to squares.com. That's S-Q-A-I-R-Z.com and get Squares 30-day money-back guarantee. Use promo code DISTANCE for $20 off. Remember, distance comes from swing speed and swing speed comes from your connection to the ground. And folks, I wouldn't tell you about it if I didn't experience it for myself. I've never felt more stable in my golf swing, which allows me to swing faster and launch it further. Squares, the distance golf shoe. I also want to give a shout out to another new sponsor, Bionic Gloves. Do what you do better with Bionic Gloves. Whether you're looking to own the golf greens, improve your workouts, or get your hands dirty in the garden, Bionic Gloves has you covered. Designed with a hand specialist, Bionic Gloves feature patented innovations that help improve your grip. The strategically placed anatomical relief pads also prevent calluses and blisters while the web and motion zones allow for greater dexterity and flexibility. Head over to BionicLoves.com to find the perfect love to up your game. And rounding out the trifecta of new sponsors this year, I want to welcome Zexio to the show. In 2001, Zexio Srixon began making clubs for men and women, and they've improved those clubs every year since. Every part of Zexio clubs are made exclusively for Zexio. Everything is light and balanced, Swing weights are made to give us the highest smash factors. The best part of getting fit for Zexio clubs is hitting it higher and straighter than ever before. Changing your game. Zexio clubs are a Golf Digest Hot List Gold winner for 2021. Congratulations to Zexio Ambassador N.B. Park for a five-stroke victory on Sunday at the Kia Classic. It was her 21st victory, and she did it using Zexio 11 Woods and Zexio X Irons. See how Zexio can help your game as well. Go online to ZexioUSA.com and pick which set is right for you. All right, now back with me here on Next on the T is 2014 Georgia PGA Teacher of the Year, Kevin Roman. Let me remind you about Kevin's background. He was a golf pro at Cherokee Town and Country Club here in Atlanta for several years. Cherokee is one of the most prodigious clubs here in Atlanta. Membership is by invitation only. He recently spent a few years as the Director of Instruction at Monterey Peninsula Country Club, which includes two beautiful courses, the Dunes and the Shore Course, right there next to Pebble Beach. Besides being one of the top instructors in the country, Kevin's a great player. Played in a couple of majors, including the 1993 U.S. Open at Baltus Roll and the 2009 PGA Championship at Hazeltine. Kevin recently moved back east to New York. Rumor has it he's going to be here in Georgia later this summer, which I have my fingers crossed for. And besides all of that, he can knock down free throws like nobody's business. And I'm honored to have him back with me tonight here on Next on the T. Hey, Kevin, thanks for coming back on the show. Hi, we are back here on Next on the T. And now joining me is 2014 Georgia PGA Teacher of the Year, Kevin Roman. Let me remind you about Kevin's background. He was a golf pro at Cherokee Town and Country Club here in Atlanta for several years. Cherokee is one of the most prodigious courses here in Atlanta. Membership is by invitation only. He recently spent a few years as the Director of Instruction at Monterey Peninsula Country Club, which includes two beautiful golf courses, the Dunes and the Shore Course, 
right out there next to Pebble Beach. Besides being one of the top instructors in the country, Kevin is a great player. He's played in a couple of majors, including the 1993 U.S. Open at Baltus and the 2009 PGA Championship at Hazeltine. Recently moved back east to New York. Rumor has it he might be coming to Georgia sometime later this summer, which I have my fingers crossed for. And besides all of that, he can knock down free throws like nobody's business. And I'm very honored he's back with me again tonight here on Next on the T. Hey, Kevin, thanks for coming back on the show. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Thanks for having me. So, Kevin, I got I got to call you out, my friend. You tweeted your frustration watching guys miss free throws, saying you hadn't even picked up a basketball in years, but you could go out there and knock down 21 out of 25. And then you went on to say they're sort of like making a one-foot putt, which leaves me saying, if you can only make 84% of your one-footers, if we ever play, you're putting everything out, my friend. Oh, I'll be happy to put them all out for you, Chris. Just not some of the other people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really love what John had to talk about the processing golf. And that's, to me, what free throws were. Even when I was in high school, I didn't know any better. But I literally just followed the process of, you know, I took two dribbles. I looked at the back uh, where the net hooked into the hoop, and then I shot it. There was no hesitation ever in what I was trying to do. And, and really what John was talking about just before me, is really the secret to me for golf, just following your process for 18 holes. It's hard to do, but the best uh, and the winners do that very, very well. And Kevin, you, uh, from a family perspective, you had a big weekend. You and your wife got your second vaccine shots. One of your students goes out and shoots five under 66. You bought a house. Man, congratulations, my friend. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super to be back on the East Coast, to be honest with you. We had our first family barbecue in 20 years, if you know, and that, and the first time when we got back here that I was able to meet my granddaughter, so it's been, it's been a great year. Kevin, now that you're semi-retired, you're doing more FaceTime lessons with your students. Talk about the logistics of doing that, and do you lose anything by not being right there to see the ball flight? Does that impact how you're able to teach when you're doing it over video? Well, Especially when it's live on FaceTime, I'd say no, because I can still see what the ball's doing most of the flight. I may lose it for a little and ask the student, you know, what did that ball do at the end? Um, what I really found out, especially during the pandemic and stuff, is, is doing things with with other members is the ability to communicate more clearly, uh, the ability to get them to make a change without being able to physically hold on to them and move them through positions. So it actually increased my ability to, to teach personally. And Kevin, speaking of ball flight, you recently posted that your new golf ball of preference is the Strixon Q-Star Tour Divide. Talk about that ball and the, the ways it can help us and why you switched. Oh, I think it's it's pretty cool. Ping had it for a while, but now Strixon has one. And really the ability to see um, what spin on the ball does is great, but some people use a line for putting. Um, a great, great golf ball to put down. You can line up the ball to where you want to start, and you can see that did my face, you know, close at impact or was it a little bit open, based on the rotation of being able to keep the the colors in line. Um, I used to use a Callaway also when they had the Truvis when you had to see it when you want to spin it to see which way the ball's curving on chip shots and pitch shots. So 
the ability to see what what the ball's kind of, how it's rotating is is invaluable to me. And the ball is I'm not sure why a lot of people didn't understand how good a ball like that is for feedback um for what you're trying to when you're making changes. So does it fly any different? I mean, you know, let's, let's give the logistics of the ball, right? It's, it's got two different colors on it, right? Half the ball is one color, half the ball is the other color. So that's what you're talking mm-hmm. about, being able to see the spin on mm-hmm. it. But um, talk of it, it, it's just a regular golf ball, just like every other, you know, Q-Star golf ball from Strixon, right? It's just a ha- just the uh, the painting of the ball is a little bit different, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Exactly. And, you know, when you get just a white ball or something, you really can't see how it's rotating and when you hit a full shot it's not going to be as um, prevalent to a lot of people because it kind of blurs but when you get on the tee and you want to use it for alignment off the tee ball uh, alignment on the putts short game you can really see the spin on the ball and even if someone didn't use it in competition just to use it in practice is just such a valuable training aid and did you switch to Strixon golf clubs as well uh, yeah, I mean, the, the new Strixon clubs were just, uh, fantastic how they go through the turf. Um, I was at Strixon for probably 12 years before I moved back out west, and I always had my success. When I made the PGA in 09, I played Strixon in Cleveland clubs, and it's just great to get back with them. The new irons could possibly be the greatest irons I've ever seen. You know, I grew up with traditional Ben Hogan player, like a lot of players, and I like the clean, plain look, and that's what the Strixons have. They're very clean, and it's in front of you. Uh, the new sole, they use a VT sole that interacts with the turf. Uh, to me, that's a big key is how does the club go through the turf, and it really has everything that I wanted in the golf club. And I also saw, I think you posted, I can't remember if it was on your Instagram page or, or on Twitter, but you went a little old school too, right? Pulling out the old tailor-made irons that you had from the mid-80s. <laughs> what uh, what got you going retro? That's funny. Yeah, I just was getting a Strixon. And when I got back to New York, uh, I was down to my, I'm staying at a friend's house until we close on our house. I went down in the cellar and he had some uh, tailor-made irons he told me to try out. They're from the mid-80s. And they were just, I took them out to practice with them. It's hilarious in the sense that they're a little bit flatter. Uh, modern clubs have become more upright, uh, which to me is a detriment to, to many players. Too many people are getting set into upright golf clubs, which when the handle is higher than it was at address, or even if I took an upright club and set the handle up higher, the club face is squared through a lot of twisting of the shaft. And you know, a lot of people call that a flip, but it's just really a twist. And when you get a flatter golf club, you know, it's just easier to hit. Most people went away from the flatter club because it wants to, to lean or, or curve slightly to the right. And everybody thinks that most players slice. So, you know, a lot of the better players are getting hurt by some of the modern clubs being made so upright. Kevin, you recently posted on Twitter that your dream is to play in the Dick Sporting Goods Open, and you want to be paired with our friend Olin Brown and Peter Jacobson. Talk about why that's the dream. How how cool would that be? Um, you know, through my 
uh, mentorship with Jim Hardy and Chris O'Connell and stuff, I got to become, I spent a lot of time with Olin Brown and Peter Jacobson. Peter came out to Monterey and we did a clinic together for our members during the U.S. Open. It was probably one of the highlights of my life. Uh, so much fun. Peter's just a tremendous guy. Uh, Olin, uh, I can't say enough for what he's done for me. I mean, if, if I send them a text, I get a reply back like 30 seconds later. He's an incredible guy. And I played in the BC Open a few times back from being upstate from New York. The BC Open is like my U.S. Open. And uh, so to be able to play in the BC Open and then go back and play in a Dick Sporting Goods Open at the same place with two guys that I have the, I think, the world of. I mean, they, I, I really do. It's just incredible how, how great those two guys are. That would be the, that would be just like the ultimate. I mean, I'm getting later in life and, you know, like I said, semi retired, enjoying, enjoying doing nothing, uh, helping out a few friends here and there. And it would be just so much fun. It really would, you know, later my parents and, you know, they're getting older. My friends, it'd be, it'd be pretty cool to be able to do that one time. Yeah. I, well, I hope you get the opportunity. Owen Brown is certainly one of my all time favorites here on the show. So. I uh, I can understand yeah. why that would be a part of the the dream threesome. I mean, I can't say enough for those two guys. It's just phenomenal, and and I can't wait to. And I was talking to my friend, be back on the East Coast next winter in Florida. I'm going to go down and play a little golf with Olin and his son Olin Jr. I mean, two just two just tremendous gentlemen. Okay, and I also see on your Twitter page that you're not a fan of the term shallowing uh, when it's referencing mm-hmm. someone's golf swing. Why? It's just like, to me, there's so many, quote, uh, terms that are used uh, universally for everybody. And if I go to a, a driving range, and I, and I love to do this, I just love to sit on the back of the range, have a drink of, uh, you know, some soda or coffee or whatever, and watch people hit. I, I, I thoroughly entertain. I can sit there for hours. And literally 50% of the people are probably a little bit deep in impact. 50% are kind of shallow. Um, so they need different things. And too many of these terms that are being used nowadays are almost like universal. Everybody should do this. Well, obviously, if a guy's already got a shallow impact in ball flight, he should not be shallowing the shaft any more than he already was. So I think a lot of people get hurt with the... uh Internet lessons. For for every piece of advice you read, it helps half the people and hurts half the people. And unfortunately, most people don't understand where they are. If they understood their impact in ball flight, there's just somebody out there that would help everybody immediately. And Kevin, you're a, uh, you, you mentioned just a moment ago, but you're a proponent of plain truth golf. Talk about what that is. Yeah. I mean, that was the greatest thing that ever happened to me for my golf career. Uh, Jim Hardy. Um, Hall of Fame teacher, uh, inducted a few years ago. I was fortunate to be at his all, his induction ceremony. Uh, Chris O'Connell, who works a lot, Matt Kuchar. Um, the Plain Truth Group is basically understanding that, yeah, it's okay to swing more upright. It's okay to swing more around. And that's what most people think about. Um, most people also refer to that group or gym as, oh, you're a method teacher and, you know, you only prefer one way of swing. Like I said, when you go to a driving range, you're going to see people who see the game as more up and down and swing it more up and down like a Ferris wheel and guys who see it as a more side-on game. Uh, baseball player, for example, 
they tend to swing it around them. Each of those two categories, and that's how Jim terms it, categories, um, they do different things. So understanding those differences that they do makes it easier to improve the person immediately, almost foolproof. Um, but the big secret is when you go to his certification classes, excuse me, that he holds for instructors, little little time is spent on saying, okay, are you one plane, two plane, or anything like that? It's what is your ball flight, what is your impact, and how do you fix it immediately? And he did a seminar back in, I think it was the 1990 PGA uh, teaching seminar about he calls the terms pluses and minuses. And what he means by that is, Anything that causes more of a chop in a golf swing is termed a plus. Anything that's termed a minus, meaning more horizontal, creates a sweepy angle. So obviously if someone's too up and down at impact, chopping down on the ball, you got to give them something that makes the club come in more level to the ground and vice versa. So me, I had a, uh, another professional talk to me the other day, and we were talking about golf swings, and he says, People have to get worse before they get better. And, you know, it, it still blows my mind that here we are in 2021 and people still believe that they have to get worse before they get better. You know, I mean, and I said to him, I said, well, if you had one car for your family and you had to get to work tomorrow to make a living. Would you take your car to the garage? And the guy says, well, I'll have it ready for you in a year. Well, if that was the case, I'd find another mechanic. <laughs> so we're about right. instantaneous improvement, not perfection, getting better right away. And you keep building on that. So if you don't hit it better right away, to me, I think you're working on the wrong thing. Didn't say you're going to own it, but it should be better pretty quickly. Kevin, one of the things that was drilled into my head as a young golfer was to swing easy and let the club do the work. Now players are trying to you know, swing as hard as they can. Guys are coming out of their shoes, you know, like guys like Bryson and Justin Thomas. And, you know, I had Hal Sutton on the show a couple of weeks ago. And even he said, if I had to do it all over again, I'd learn to hit it far first and straight second. How do you teach your students? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think sometimes when you're making a change and what you're trying to do is develop a different motor pattern. Say, for instance, I want the club to release around me more. I may have to slow it down for just a few minutes to get the feel and the understanding of it. And that feel um, can change day to day. That's why even though I may say the same thing hundreds of ways for certain people, I'm saying the same thing, just trying to get them to get a feel or a picture in their mind that allows them to do that. Then once you get a kind of a feel, I 100% agree that uh, distance is a big key. Uh, I feel very sorry for the ladies. I mean, you watch a lot of ladies play these golf courses now, and, you know, as they age, it takes them three, four, five shots to reach a green in regulation. I mean, to me, that would be tiring or, or frustrating. So distance is such a key to golf that, it, it was kind of put on the back shelf for a long time, probably. Um, but if you look at what made Jack Nicholas so great, he was one of the longest, if not the longest of his era. What made, 
you know, even Tom Watson, he was a long hitter. And you're going to see that over time. Generally speaking, while the short hitter had success, the long hitters usually had the, the most chance to be off on their game. Um, if, if, if it takes two, well, a long hitter has to be close to, to their game or not even, they can play with their B game and still make birdies because they can birdie to par five. Whereas the shorter hitter has to be more precise in order to win and really on their game. So this is the key and I, I agree with that. I want people to hit it as hard as they can and well, then we'll learn to straighten it out. Kevin, as the 2014 Georgia PGA Teacher of the Year, I, I hope that award came with an opportunity to play at Augusta National. Did it? Huh. Actually, uh, I was very fortunate that uh, I have a lot, you know, we've had a lot of members at all our clubs. And, and I played there a couple years ago, and we played in December. And what's interesting is how much the course changes from December to, you know, Masters Week. When I played in December, it was probably low 40s uh, at the high, and the wind was blowing probably 25 miles an hour. And, wow. of course, I went right to the member's tees. I was ready to play the course and have some fun, and they called me out and made me go back to the championship tees <laughs> where I hit driver three with, <laughs> I hit driver three with, like, every hole. I'm like, holy smokes. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I could do this every day. <laughs> but it was just. And, what was, and, and what was it like trying to putt like, those greens at night? You know, I, I was fortunate when I grew up in upstate New York, and now back here I went to my old course that I grew up on, the slope on the greens that we have here is so severe that those greens fit into what I was used to as a kid. So the greens didn't bother me. Um, it was just the length. I mean, it's 7,400 yards at 40 degrees and wind blowing. It's just like, this is, talk about needing distance. I didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> so... So looking at uh, the tournament next week, who do you like? Who do you think is going to be on top of the leaderboard on Sunday? That is a great question. Um, the good the, the good part about the Masters is if if you look at it, they got the smallest field of all the majors. So technically it should be the easiest to win, but, you know, it's the most prestigious of all the majors. So everybody wants to win, and that inner pressure is hard. Um, you know, you're going to get probably 10 – Ten guys that really have a chance. You know, I think Bryson, everybody thought he was going to win it because he could overpower the golf course. That golf course, as much as length helps, you need to really position the golf ball around the golf course. Um, I think Jordan Spieth is kind of rounding in the shape. I mean, it's, I, I have a feeling because when his imagination around the greens, even when he's off, I think his ability to recover and make putts is going to be tough to beat. Kevin, before I let you go, let our listeners know, how can they get a video lesson from you, and then how can they follow you and stay up to date with what you're doing over social media? Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. I'm Kevin Roman Golf. That's on both Twitter and uh, Instagram. You know, I just have a Kevin Roman on uh, Utah, no, excuse me, face, face, uh, what am I saying? I don't even know what I'm saying here. Facebook, yeah. I'm doing a bunch there. It's late at night here. I know. I've been up early. Um, and I've got, I get videos from all people. I got some people from, uh, Michigan replying in. I just gave two video lessons to old students out in, uh, California the other day. 
But if somebody's interested, my email is easykroman at pga.com. Um, someone has a question, like I said, I'm happy to answer. Uh, people have been great to me in my life, and I'm fortunate to be in the position I am because of such great people. So if there's anything I can do to help somebody enjoy this game more, I'm more than happy to do so. That's awesome. Kevin, thank you so much for coming back and being a part of the show. I always enjoy spending time with you, my friend. You're fantastic. Oh, I appreciate it. You're the best, Chris. I'm, and like I said, I listen all the time, and your guests are top-notch. I don't know how I got to uh, even be involved with you, but that's fantastic. <laughs> You're great, and that's and that's what I love about you, my friend. I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day to come back and be a part of the show. I hope we get the opportunity to do it again sometime, and in between now and then, good luck with the new house and everything, and uh, I hope uh, everything goes great with the family. No, it's going to be great, and and, and I'll look you up when I get to Georgia, because I'm sure I'll be there a hand, at least a handful of times this year. So we'll get together and play, hopefully. So I hope that comes true. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, no, look we'll forward to that day, Kevin. All we'll right. make it happen. You're the best, my friend. Stay safe. Thank you for your time. See you, Kevin. That's a great Kevin Roman. Uh, folks, again, you know, Kevin Roman Golf is where you can find him on social media. 2014 Georgia PGA Teacher of the Year and a guy that went out and, and uh, was the director of instruction at the Monterey Peninsula Country Club and, and uh, now back on the East Coast. And if he's going to be in Georgia a handful of times, I hope I get to see him a handful of times. Great instructor, great guy, and I look forward to having him back on the show again real soon. All right, my friends, it is time for me to put a bow on this episode of Next on the Tee. My sincere thanks to our Director of Instruction, Tom Patrick, PGA Tour legend John Cook, and one of the top instructors in the game, Kevin Roman, for joining me tonight. Please check out our website, nextonthetee.net, to keep up to date with what our guest schedule looks like. And speaking of that, getting ready to join me next week, it says uh, Kevin talked about Owen Brown. Well, guess what? Our good friend Owen Brown will be back with us. Another great friend and the host of Backspin Golf, Matthew Lawrence, will be here, as will the great Ben Wright. Folks, you can stream this show as a podcast on a number of great sites and apps like podcast.co, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audioboom, Player.fm, and Radio.com as well. So if you've got a favorite podcasting site, just do a search for Next on the T. I'm pretty sure we're going to be on it. And folks, if you love this show, I, I would really appreciate a favor. Go online to podcastmagazine.com and vote for the show and their hot 50 list. All you have to do is click on, uh, you, when you go to podcastmagazine.com, you'll see a, an icon at the top. Click on hot 50, and then you're going to get a drop down list and you're going to be able to click then on hot 50 voting. Click on that and just type in the name of the show next on the T. And then uh, they ask you for the host. And that's me, Chris Mascaro. I'd really appreciate your support. Folks, as always, thank you again for choosing to listen to this show tonight. We know you've got a lot of great golf shows out there and content that uh, that you can choose to listen to. We really appreciate the fact that you continue to make Next on the Tee part of it. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends.